Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Tuesday, November 28th. Thankful Tuesday. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. We are making our way through Mark. We're at the end of Mark chapter 14 today, starting in verse 53. And this is where Jesus is before his accusers. And then we'll go over to the Psalms and we'll read Psalm 90 today, which is a beautiful psalm about the Lord's faithfulness. But first, let us begin with Mark chapter 14, starting in verse 53. They led Jesus away to the high priest, and all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes, Sanhedrin, Jewish high court, gathered together. Peter had followed him at a distance right into the courtyard of the high priest, and he was sitting with the officers, guards, and servants, and warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priest and the entire council, Sanhedrin, Jewish high court, were trying to obtain testimony against Jesus, which they could use to have him condemned and executed. But they were not finding any. For many people were giving false testimony against him, but their testimonies were not consistent. Some stood up and began to give false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple sanctuary that was made with hands, and in three days I will build another made without hands. Not even in this respect was their testimony consistent. The high priest stood up and came forward and asked Jesus, Have you no answer to give in response to what these men are testifying against you? But Jesus kept silent and gave no answer at all. Again, the high priest was questioning him and saying to him, Are you the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed, the Son of the Blessed One? Jesus said, I am, and you will all see the Son of Man seated with authority at the right hand of power, the Father, and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then, tearing his robe to express his indignation, the high priest said, What further need do we have of witness? You have heard the blasphemy, that is, his claim to be the Son of God. What is your decision? And they all condemned him to be guilty and deserving of death. And some began to spit on him, and to blindfold him, and to beat him with their fists, and to say to him, Prophesy by telling us who hit you. Then the officers took custody of him and struck him in the face. While Peter was down below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came, and when she saw Peter warming himself, she looked intently at him and said, You were with Jesus the Nazarene too. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you are talking about. Then he went out of the courtyard to the porch, and the rooster crowed. The servant girl saw him and began once more to tell the bystanders, This man is one of them. But again he denied it. After a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, You are in fact one of them, for it is clear from your accent that you are a Galilean too. But he began to invoke a curse on himself and to swear an oath, I do not know this man you are talking about. 
Immediately, a rooster crowed the second time, and Peter remembered what Jesus said to him. Before a rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And thinking of this, he began weeping in anguish. Every time I read that passage from the Gospels about Peter denying Jesus, I am just so heartbroken. I identify with Peter so much in his desire to follow Christ and also in his brokenness where he often betrays the Lord or acts as though he doesn't know the Lord. And so today, my hope is for us that we will commit ourselves to knowing Jesus more and to making him known, even when it costs us. Now let's turn over to the Psalms. We begin book four of the Psalms today. Do you remember how many books of the Psalms there are? That's right, there are five books of Psalms, and in book four, we have Psalm 90 through Psalm 106. Today's psalm is a prayer of Moses, and it talks about God's eternality and the transitory nature of man. Lord, you have been our dwelling place, our refuge, our sanctuary, our stability in all generations. Before the mountains were born, or before you had given birth to the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are the eternal God. You turn man back to dust and say, Return to the earth, O children of mortal men, for a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it is past. Or as you watch in the night, you have swept them away like a flood. They fall asleep forgotten as soon as they are gone. In the morning they are like grass which grows anew. In the morning it flourishes and springs up. In the evening it wilts and withers away. For we have been consumed by your anger, and by your wrath we have been terrified. You have placed our wickedness before you. Our secret sins, which we tried to conceal, you have placed in the revealing light of your presence. For all our days pass away in your wrath. We have finished our years like a whispered sigh. The days of our life are 70 years, or even, if because of strength, 80 years. Yet their pride in additional years is only labor and sorrow, for it is soon gone and we fly away. Who understands the power of your anger? Who connects this brevity of life among us with your judgment of sin? And your wrath, who connects it with the reverent fear that is due you? So teach us to number our days, that we may cultivate and bring to you a heart of wisdom. Turn, O Lord, from your fierce anger. How long will it be? Be compassionate toward your servants. Revoke your sentence. Oh, satisfy us with your loving kindness in the morning, now before we grow older, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad in proportion to the days you have afflicted us and the years we have suffered evil. Let your work, the sign of your power, be revealed to your servants and your glorious majesty to their children. 
and let the gracious favor of the Lord our God be on us. Confirm for us the work of our hands. Yes, confirm the work of our hands. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. It is Thankful Tuesday, so be thinking of a person that has impacted you or maybe someone that has forgiven you and you're just so grateful to the Lord for their grace. A place where you experience the loving kindness of the Lord or a provision that you don't deserve, a thing, perhaps it is sentimental Or maybe it's just something that makes you smile today as we enter into the Advent season in this coming week. And then finally, an attribute of the Lord. One that sticks out to me from this psalm is God's unfailing love. It says in verse 12, teach us wisdom. And then in verse 13, turn back to us in mercy. Verse 14, satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love. Verses 15 and 17 make the point that we should be glad for whatever days we have left to serve the Lord. And then finally, there's this idea that we want the Lord to make Himself real and glorious to our children. Will you pray with me? Father, we thank You for Your Word. We're reminded that we so often are like Peter. And we pray, Lord, that You would make us faithful like Jesus. And we thank You, Lord, that as we are on this road towards sanctification, that you are never failing in your love, even when we fall short. We thank you for this psalm. We thank you for the reminders that you're the one that teaches us wisdom. We thank you for the wisdom that you have provided throughout the years and the mercy that you have given us, your unfailing love. We thank you for the time that you have given us on this earth. Please establish the work of our hands and help us by your grace to live in a way that glorifies you. We take a time to pause and thank you for a person and a place and a thing and one of your characteristics, Lord. We love you. We pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.